jumping in to record today, you could have been in one and two, one of two moods. You could have been super happy, or you could have been down in the dumps. There was a game seven, Celtics and Sixers. Dude, gang green. We came out smoked. I, I gotta say, we we got the win. We should have won by like forty. But you know how the end of the NBA game goes. They kind of end up winning by like 20-something, even though it really yeah. should have been 40-something. Jason Tatum breaks Steph Curry's Game 7 record with 51 points in a Game 7, the most in NBA history. <laughs> so it's the most for the Celtics, the most for um, the NBA for a Game 7. Now, the Celtics record for points in a playoff game is Havlicek, 54. So he didn't break that. So Hondo still got that, but... You know, always kind of happy as a Celtics fan to like, all right, let's just one-up Curry just one time because Curry got bounced yeah. from the playoffs. Um, I Damn right he did. I swear this is not an NBA podcast, but Celtics no. <laughs> just won a couple hours before. It was a three-point game at half, and honestly, I, I was like, I got so nervous I had to stand up and for the second half. I was like, all right, this isn't working. I got to just stand. <laughs> And I'm leaning. You feel on like him. if you if you like if you stand up, and the closer you get to the screen, the better the team is gonna play. Because I'm guilty of that That's too. That's what I did. I was like, "Come on, come on, come on!" I'd be like, "Clap!" Get back away. I'd be like, "All right, all right, good shot." And then, you know, my dad's sitting behind me, just like I don't know. He's like, "I'm not getting up. Whatever. It no. doesn't work." He already knows it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at some point in the fourth, third quarter, they went off. So at some point in the fourth quarter. It was Geno time. And for those of you that don't know what Geno time is, uh, back in the day, I think in the 80s is when it started, they would, or whenever they had a video board, so maybe the 90s, they would put up a video of this Bee Gees song called You, Sh- you Should Be Dancing was the song that would play, right? And they only play this song when the Celtics are up and they're going to win. They're up like 20 or more. That's usually when it's Geno time. And there's this, it's a great video. I'll have to share it with you. There's this gif of this guy and his shirt just says Gino time. It's some random guy in the seventies, just like, you know, doing his like disco moves <laughs> and he's, he's kind of killing it. And so it's known now if you're a Celtics fan, Gino time means it's a blowout and it's time to celebrate and you can just go home right now. And that's what yeah. happened today. So do you think they can ride this all the way to the championship? Cause we're about to get. The Lakers coming here to Denver to take on the Nuggets, right? That's going to be, I think, a good series. We're about to see how dominant the Joker is, and I think he is. I think people have been sleeping on the Nuggets, myself included, all year. And the Nuggets are going to have something to prove. But this is legacy playoffs for LeBron. I think LeBron knows in the back of his head, this might be my last run, and he's going to just empty the tank and... You know, like we were talking about Austin Reeves the other day on text. You're like, who is this AR-15? I'm like, dude. He's, yeah, he's, people love him. He's got the the farm boy haircut, bro. Like, it could be, could have been me. I don't know. Could have been. I'm seeing, like, the big talk on social media right now, certainly over on, like, Twitter and TikTok. It's LeBron James is 38 now. Yeah. And if he does, in fact, win this championship hmm. at 38 years old, going through Golden State, going through Denver, going through who could potentially be Boston. Right. People are saying that ultimately cements him above Michael. I mean, I saw this thing, um, this Facebook post getting shared around, and it listed all these qualities for a great player. Stats, clutch performance, greatness, finesse, defense, all this stuff. 
And then at the bottom it said, if you're looking for all those things, the player is Michael Jordan. Uh. And I still think that, so yeah, statistically, like, just think of how many more playoff games LeBron has played than anyone else. Of course right. you're going to lead in all the stats because you played more games. You had more minutes. That doesn't take anything away. That just means you and your team were good enough to play those more games, but it's now no longer a one-to-one. Just for me, I think it's always going to be Mike, always going to be Jordan, um, but you can make a very compelling argument that LeBron already, even before winning this title, is the greatest ever. Not, you know. well, two things. People absolutely love this debate. They It'll be it. happening until well <laughs> after LeBron retires. right? Yeah. And again, this isn't a basketball podcast, right. but there are few things as exciting as NBA playoff basketball. And even as a casual like myself, I can admit that. And the second part is, you know, will somebody ever surpass MJ in your eyes? Or is it kind of like the generation before you? It's like, no. Trust me, Magic or Kareem are the greatest right. basketball players of all time. It's just... I think it's hard because... And I was listening to um, the Barstool podcast, part of my take, and they had Kenny Smith on there. And Kenny the Jet, he was saying... Kenny the Jet? Yeah, Kenny the Jet. He, was, he put it this way. He was like, you know, my top 10, he's like, you know, Mike's going to always be there because if you think about... If you're watching somebody play the piano for the first time... And this, is, and this is the first time they ever figured out, oh, my God, you can play this instrument. Well, Michael Jordan was the first one that figured out you could finesse a dunk. You could shoot the three like this. You could hand check. You could do all. So he laid the blueprint, and he made it look effortless. Right. And so now everybody who's coming after him is always going to be compared because he's the one that they modeled their game after. They may improve upon it, but for me, I'm like, well, just – it just looks like poetry in motion. It just looks smooth. And I love LeBron's game, though, because it's strong. It's And for that size to have finesse is incredible. I mean, yeah. the, I, I look at those, those uh, highlights next to Magic, and I think, oh, man, he makes Magic look like, you know, I don't know, six man. And yeah. it is, it's hard. It's just, it's impossible to compare. Um, and we can't sleep on the heat because we haven't talked about them because that's who the Celtics right. are playing. Um, but they only have one Jimmy Butler, not five. So I don't yeah. think the heat are going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting hearing you kind of do the whole LeBron and Michael debate and bringing up that, that quote from Kenny Smith. And it makes me think about, no matter how many wrestlers I've seen after yeah. Hulk Hogan, maybe they were better at this or better at that or better at these things or better build or it's still Hulk. He's still he's still the one to me. So I I kind of understand where you're coming from with the Michael Jordan part. It's a Hulkamania, brother. I got him in the background. Wait, can you can you see? Oh, there he is. Yep. So I picked up the other guy. I didn't even know who it was. The Russian guy. I was like, this guy. Nikolai a- Volkov. Right. I had to look it up after. The guy's like, do you even know who it is? I go, nope. How much you want for it? It's like five <laughs> bucks. I'm like, done. Well, it's perfect. It's the all-American versus the Russian, which was the big, you know, yeah. back in the day. But I've been picking a lot. If you've been, you, you have been following my yeah. Instagram. I've just been picking 
uh, some toys, a lot of retro clothing. Like today, I got two Patriots jackets in great condition for 10 bucks each. Yeah, they look great. And what's cool to me about it all is just watching you converse with your dad. It's just the coolest thing, dude. Like you're out there with the stacks, man, with your pop. And I don't know, it just makes me so happy for you. It's the best. And he's just teaching me so much game about this is how you look for this. <laughs> this is how much you should pay. This is how you haggle, yada, yada. And my my favorite haggle move, all right, so I pick up this jacket. It's it's on the back of a chair like it's this guy's jacket. But I'm like, all right, if it's his, he'll tell me, oh, that's mine. It's not for sale. But I'm like, it's in the middle of the stuff. It's for sale. So I pick it up, and I'm just kind of looking at it like, you know, I do like the Michael Myers, like head tilt. I'm like, ah. I'm just like kind of waffling and he looks at me and he's like, yeah, it's a good jacket. It's a, if it was an XL, I would keep it. And I was like, I was like, how much, what do you want for it? He's like, mm. he's like 10 bucks. I'm like, all right, done. Done. If You're you like- just hold the item up, you don't even have to haggle. You just kind of look mm-hmm. at it critically or like look for a spot, even if there's not like a stain, just be like, you know, inspect it. What's that? And people at flea markets, they just want to move stuff. Yeah. Those are the good flea markets. I spent 45 bucks today. That's it. And you probably took home a ton of cool stuff. I got like eight items. I'm like, this is wow. exactly how you source to resell. Yep. I love that, man. Yeah. I went out today. I did a little picking myself. Ah, dude, you the video you showed me before we got on here, I was like, how many more of these things you got? Well, one, I got this hoodie in the deal. Fresh. So shout out to my friends at Out the Box in Thornton, Colorado. Um, That's fresh. I have or had now. It's weird not having these <sighs> taking up a ton Man. of space in my apartment. It was a bunch of Jack's Bone Crunchers from the 90s in the box. So it was a lot of like manager series, yeah. tag team series, uh, singles, just a ton of really cool stuff. I even had some like ECW original action figures in the box, Bubba Ray and Devon. Dude. And those were like <sighs> worth more than I thought they were. Those are all my favorites. I mean, that's when I got into it, and I just never made the crossover to any others. Just to me, that's like the classic WWF toy is that, yeah. the Jacks. The de- the Jacks Bone Crunchers, man. And I just don't have the closet space like I did in Nashville to be able to keep them. So ultimately, I brought them in, and they'll give you so much you know, cash. They'll give you so much store credit. I decided to split it down the middle and they actually took pretty good care of me like it was a fair uh, like a fair deal very fair yeah. especially if you consider what i paid for them just a couple few years ago right right um and you did a bulk so I, deal so, and you understand you're like yeah you guys are gonna resell i get it and you want to leave them room to make money it's it like part of you could be super selfish about it or you could kind of go into it with like look i'm getting more than i paid for these when I'm also going to be able to feed the community as well. And new people are going to be able to experience these. So it just, it just creates that cycle. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go with it. This is fair. Let's do it. Because I had already planned in my mind, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to pump pretty much all of it back into the store because you're almost ditching one habit to feed your other <laughs> habit. So it's like, which vein do you want here? Yeah. yeah. You take so money from this pocket up, into the other. Look, yeah. What do you got over here? Let's put it in this one. So I ended up getting a bunch of elites, and uh, they just look so good on the shelf, man. I was so happy about it, and they were just cutting me great deals on it, too. You know, like, oh, 
yeah, we'll do this for 10. We'll do this for 10. And they're like 20, $25 figures. So man, I left with so much. So I, I went into the store with you so much with stuff. so much. Okay. And then like I came back. <laughs> yeah. Then I came back with so much, but it was stuff that I was able to open, get rid of the big bulky boxes and put them on display, which is, you know, what I'm after now. And I'll be honest with you. I did make one more stop before I went nah, home. Where'd you go? I stopped at a Target. Uh, okay. Because I found out through some Instagram accounts that I've been following that a certain Paul E. Dangerously Legends Elite figure went on sale down to 16 bucks. Plus, I had 250 saved up in my Target rewards. Boom, applied that. Walked out with the figure for 14 bucks. Put him on the shelf next to Stunning Steve. And I was like, let's go. You deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. So, all in all, so for listeners, you're an this is like you're a collector of these things. You're not trying to flip these. You're like right. trying to perfect the shelves. You're filling them in and you're just picking the best. So I've learned coming in. And again, I've only been collecting elites maybe a month now. So not even in my mind could I fathom trying to get them all. We're already at series 100 plus oh every other. It's There's no way. Plus. Maybe one day. They didn't start doing like the the real effects on the scan. I think until like uh, series sixty something, somewhere in there. So once they started doing that, the figures just started looking so good. And I'm over here like, gosh, these look so much better than the ones that we had as kids, and they display so much better, and they're articulate, and their face looks just yeah, like them. But the and- graphics will never be better than this. <laughs> Then no mercy in '98. I still believe. I still say, bro, they won't be. Ugh, it's still good, man. Yeah. And they come with like multiple heads and different hands and different cloth goods and outfits. And I'm already, I'm already waist deep. But yeah, <laughs> there's no way that I could collect them all because it's like, it's like uh, Dave goes to the gym, right? He's doing his 75 day hard. There's an end game in sight, right? Right. With this, there is no end game because these are just forever coming. You can't. Yeah. So it's not even in my head at all. I'm going to collect all these. It's I'm going to do it for the thrill of the hunt, which is why we do this at its lowest common denominator. You do it to flip and make profit. I do it to display and admire. Um, And I'm just going to get the ones that kind of speak to me. And I'm starting to, you know, separate them into different categories. NWO, New Generation, Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression, Damn. 80s Golden Age, and just, Dude, oh, man, I don't we, know. It gets, me, it gets me going, bro. We've been around a while. Hearing you talk about all the eras, <laughs> I'm like, wow, we have lived through all those eras. That's crazy, dude. And one of the wild things about it is wrestling is hitting another major boom right now. Is like it? you think about the the 80s golden age, nah, right? True. And then you think about the more things kind of tumble down right. a little bit and then all yeah. and then you get the NWO as well and the attitude era skyrockets and you get the ruthless aggression era with Cena, Orton, Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar, just so many stars and things just kind of continue and but Dude, it's about it's literally just about to be like you remember it being. Yeah. When we were in middle school and high school. 
It was hype. Well, that's why I always hit you up on figures. And you gave me, you schooled me up on the ones to look for. So anything 84 LJN, I'm just grabbing it for as cheap as I can, even if the paint's not perfect. Because they don't make them anymore. And I'm like, they're cool. And, dude, like the ones I've picked up, even in those condition, selling for like 30 bucks a piece. Yeah, you know, because people are really into doing their own fix-ups. and. Yep. They have their own like custom paint and custom pens and they're just reworking these things. And what's cool about it is you'll find somebody that's like, like us, right? We're, we're in it for the hunt and we're going to document that hunt so you can watch it. And then you get these people that will buy these, you know, old toys, like the ones you have behind you and they'll film content doing restoration on uh, these toys and a it's whole super new, super cool that's a yeah. whole new segment i didn't even consider but yeah it's it's great it's complimentary because you're an end buyer and i'm a flipper so yep. the more i talk to you i learn oh that's what a collector is looking for okay i need to buy that oh i need to buy it yeah. at this price because if i buy it too high i can't make any money i'm just wasting my time yeah so give me all the what, inside what, track bro yeah and one of the best parts is being able to kind of haggle like I didn't know today that prices were negotiable. Yeah. So at this shop, a lot of things there, it's a co-signment shop. So there's right. a lot of individual sellers that have cabinets. So their stuff, you can't haggle. They're not there to be able to do it. But sure. the stuff that the shop actually owns, you can... And, and I think we talked about this a week ago where... Yeah, we talked you about were consignments. Out at the, yeah. yeah, you were out at the flea market... And you had no service. None. So you couldn't see what an actual item was going no for. No today, I have no idea. It's like I, I, I see this item. It's listed at like 35 And then I'm like, I can go down the street to Target and get this for 18 bucks. He's like, I'll do it. Yeah. So, and they had the back and forth. That's great. Okay, well, this item's a bit too high. And then he says, well, tell you what, if you get this, I'll drop down the price on this one and that one. Boom. So you kind of meet somewhere Dude, in the middle. Bundles is the way. The more you I grab, the better price they will always give you. That's what I was doing at um, Brimfield when I was out there with my dad. Uh, we were just like picking up all kinds of things. Did we talk about that already? Not really. No. I know I, I saw a clip of your dad. He was like, I'm out here for the paper. Yeah, so so I we got some stuff here today, but when we went to Brimfield, which is the like the world renowned flea market. I didn't realize this was so big. And I was telling you, yeah, dude, it's in July. It's in September. It was just in wow. May. Uh, there's it's 10 miles. Got tons of jerseys. Um, dude, I've even been picking Burlington Coat Factory over here by the jet port. They I ha- hear they might have toys now, too. They do, actually. I saw um, they had like Captain America, they had Captain Marvel. That's some Marvel stuff. I picked a Willie Stargell Mitchell and Ness brand new um, XL jersey for thirty bucks, and it's a hundred dollars, and it's still got the tags. <laughs> so I think it's all about like curators of this of these things. You curate the figures. I curate jerseys, cards, whatever. If you put that into one place, an eBay store, a physical store, the people are. They're going to pay you the premium because you're consolidating. You're bringing it all into one place. They don't have to go search. But right. you and me like to go search, and we're going to get rewarded for getting it at a better price. So yeah. I'm just I'm just out here flipping, dude. I'm just I'm the flip man now. That's what I do. Dude, it's so cool to see, man. It's like 
I sent this text to my lady today after all that had happened right before we filmed. And I go, you know, this might sound strange, but I feel so much more like myself lately. And I, I think it's because I've, I've discovered, maybe not discovered, but rediscovered passions of mine that I maybe kind of sort of suppressed a little bit. Like, eh, maybe that's not financially responsible. Maybe yeah. that's not, you know, so much the cool thing to do. Maybe my money should, would be better served somewhere else. But, dude, I'll tell you, as far as happiness, man, just going out and going on the hunt and you're following these accounts and you're trying to find the right deal and you're haggling and you're bundling and you're just like negotiate. I don't know, man. It's just, and then you get to come back home and in, in, in your case, you get to list it and try to get the highest bid. Yep. And in, in my case, I get to open it and display it and set up the light and take, you know, the picture and the video and put this guy next to that guy. Isn't and this it all team about over the picture? Uh, That's what I realized yeah. too. I had the, that epiphany today. It was like, oh, you can wear all the clothes before. Yeah. And it's like, hey, do you want to take the shirt off my back? Here's what it looks like on a person. Yeah. Link is below. You can go buy this right now. So mm -hmm. then, I mean, because what, do, like, did you see that Lakers guy who bought a whole outfit and then he returned it the next day? He got called out on Instagram. No, what is this story? The shop, the shop was like, so, you know, everybody's got the tunnel walk and they're all like, every team kind of takes a photo. LeBron's got his look. Everybody's kind of got a look. This dude spent over like two grand in this shop. I don't know where it was. Whew. I can't remember who the guy was. So I won't call him out. And then after the game, returned all the clothing. No. And the shop owner or somebody associated with the store called him out on Instagram like dude you're flexing you're spending all this money on an outfit like <laughs> you're in the NBA I even if you're not making the most money this makes zero sense to me just, I thought you were talking about a fan for a second nah, but this is like an actual player this doing is a, this, this. Is an NBA player on the Lakers wow and so it's like dude shame on you what like if you didn't like the clothes just don't buy them or I mean I'd be rolling up tunnel I was thinking about what would my tunnel walk be it'd be like champion sweatpants like some shirt i had probably this like whatever i just had on yeah. that day going to the gym I'm not trying to stunt i mean unless it's a company that wants to pay me to wear their clothes right and that's a different ball game yeah but going in and doing the i don't know i know there's a term for it it's like 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 a tag return i don't know but returns no, you know you know what it's called back in the day faking the funk Dude, bro you're faking the funk <laughs> <laughs> you're faking the funk bro Golly! Uh, so that it's out here. It, it's happening. Just letting you know yeah. that it happens. Probably gonna happen again. It wasn't Austin Reeves, was it? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, good. No, nah, it wasn't. I was like, I don't. I didn't recognize the player. I'm not keeping up a bunch, but I was just like, yeah. why would you do that? All right. So then, one more NBA thing. Um, today, this is this is I think now like a curse in Philly. So they have this guy George Niang. Um, bench player, but he comes in once in a while. Jalen Brown is down in the corner by the three-point line. I think he either puts up a shot or makes a pass, and he's trying to get back on defense. And dude, George Niang on the bench reaches out, and you'll you'll find this clip on Instagram. Grabs his leg, tries to hold him back from running back on defense. He's on the what? bench. He's not even in the game, and oh, it's clear. Come on. So Jalen Brown stops and starts cussing him out. 
Jalen Brown gets technical, but he's like, what? This guy just held my leg. He just wouldn't even let me get back. So they look at the tape. They gave him a technical. So the technical's offset. There's no free throws, and the Celtics get the ball. But from that moment, the Sixers fell apart. Every The momentum just changed. Because it's like, dude. And so I'm like, that guy's definitely getting cut. They lost. Like I don't see how he's not going to get cut. Yeah, that that makes me think of I can't remember. I think it was like the Steelers and the Dolphins or something. And Coach Tomlin says he's watching himself on the on the Tron and like sticks out his knee oh, and takes trip. down the kick returner. Yeah. I totally remember that play. It, that was yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, you can't just do that. So I just from that moment now I'm like, oh no, the George Yang Philly curse. It's on. Yeah. They're cursed. Kevin Hart's probably big mad or a little big mad. <laughs> as long as it, as long as you didn't see like, you remember the show, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, right. And there's the one coach you find out, you know, his wife's real sick. She's not gonna. He's having a rough go, and the you know, Coach Taylor's team, the you know, takes off with the ball, and the. This coach runs out on the field and just smokes Tim Riggins. <laughs> and he's like, that's how you do it. And the whole stadium was just like, <gasps> dude, that's assault, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just tackle the kid. You can't do that. As as Data White once said, that's fucking illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, television is wild. Yeah, man. Uh, I love, I love, I love TV shows, man. Just like we know, just getting lost in their <laughs> world, bro. Like I have dreams that I want to be like a, a dirty cop, or I want to be some like you know, like bike part of a bike gang or you club, mean like whatever. Follow dude. up on the are the bills marked, <gasps> Dave? What do you know about the Armenian money train? <laughs> Yeah, uh, some of did, those did I tell quotes. you that that I thought I saw Michael Chickalis in L.A. <laughs> I love how you say Michael Chickalis. Is that not how you say it? <laughs> no, that's it's Michael Chickalis, but it's better oh. when you say Chickalis because I'm, I'm like, oh yes, it's Chickalis. I thought it was Chickalis. <laughs> it just kind of like time. runs together, Chickalis. Michael, whatever. He's Michael not Chickalis though, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the we're on the highway, and I'm looking over over to my right. And I see, I see a guy, bald hair, right? And he's wearing a V-neck T-shirt. And he has on these glasses, these, like, sunglasses. Absolutely going for the Vic Mackey look, right? Right. And I look over at my lady. I go, that's Michael Chickalis. And she goes, no, it's not. And I go, no, look, roll down the window. And I'm over here staring. And then she's staring. <laughs> So then he's looking back at us. And I'm like, that's Michael Chickalis. She goes, no, it's not. I go, yes, it is. Look. So the guy looks back over at us and takes off his glasses and gives us the old, like, what are you looking at, face? You know what I mean? And, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not. Go, go. It's not him. It's not Keep going. It's not him. It's not him. Oh, man. But, bro, you couldn't tell me he was going for the Michael Chickalis. You, sure you sure he wasn't for family? God, <laughs> maybe for family, bro. Do it for family, bro. Yo, how? Yeah, so so L.A. was good. You liked L.A. Do you I like did, L.A.? Man. Could you could you live there? I mean, you've visited, I think, enough to maybe know. Yeah, she asked me that same thing, and I said, 
being out there just in the traffic is absolutely exhausting. It's terrible. Even if you're not driving. Yeah, you know? dude, it's like, the worst. Traffic out here is pretty rough sometimes, you know, and like Denver's a big city, but yeah. LA is like twice the size. So yeah, just being out in the traffic was exhausting, but I think just because of the kind of work that we do in the field that I'm involved in, I could see myself living out there for sure. I don't know if it would necessarily be long-term. Like I wouldn't want to settle there and buy a house and yeah. have kids unless I like won the lottery or but something. But you think but you could, yeah. You're like, now you're like, okay, I think I can navigate this. I think I know how to do it. Yeah. I think I could work there, you know? Um, she's done a really good job showing me around, introducing me to people, showing me different places. And, you know, I know, I know some of the, other iHeart jocks that work out there. So yeah, I could totally see myself working out there. I don't know if I would necessarily live there long term. Again, the ultimate goal is to get back to where you are at some point in my life. But the creek, bro. Yeah. I was <laughs> I I felt bad because I totally deprived you of a funny LA story that I forgot to tell Ooh, you. Ooh, but now you remembered it. Yeah, Excellent. well, because the yeah, so <laughs> the lady and I go to do this, um, what do they call it? A sound bath. Have you ever done anything like this? It's like uh, those um, those tanks. You go in the tank, is it the like the sensory deprivation thing? No, so a sound okay. bath, essentially you're like laid out on these like cozy yoga mats, right? All right. And do you remember when I made you react to ASMR? Yeah, I hated it so much. So it's those kind of sounds that a person is making oh. and they're like sweeping throughout the room. It's supposed to like invoke relaxation. I would I would not last, bro. Not and for boy me. did it ever. Because within the first two minutes, I was out. You fell asleep. Cold. I fell right asleep. Dude. Amazing. And all of a sudden I'm getting hit from her. Because immediately when I fall asleep, it's... <laughs> we don't need those sounds, bro. <laughs> and I'm just disrupting the whole class because this is a sound bath. It's supposed to be like delicate yeah. and like soothing. You're supposed to be like awake with your eyes closed. Yeah. And then, you know, so I'm like, okay, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. So then the, the, the girl putting on the class comes over to me mm -hmm. and she goes, Hey, here's a pillow. To, so I wouldn't snore. I'm like, oh, uh, hey, you know, I'm real sorry. I nice. didn't, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean. So I lay back <laughs> down, and then she starts doing this like, what is it called with the ding dong 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 xylophone? Maybe like, yeah, I don't know. She's playing these beautiful. It's like you just walked into the pearly gates of heaven, brother, and it's just these beautiful sounds. And it me. <laughs> And she hits me again, and I'm just like, at that point, I made sure that I stayed up. I wouldn't let myself relax. <laughs> there was a guy in there in the middle of the room, and he was sitting up the entire time. And I thought that was so bizarre. Huh. But maybe it was so he wouldn't fall asleep. So yeah. after the class, I have to go up to the sound bath person yeah. and just apologize. Oh, my God. I just... Right. In my line of work, you can never relax. And I just... I can't believe... She's like... She's like, dude, there's always one in every single class. <laughs> Don't worry you, about it. Bro. Yeah. Hey, but I embarrassed the hell out of the lady, man. She was so embarrassed. Uh, that's funny. I mean, isn't that kind of what 
like guys are supposed to do. I think mm-hmm. you and me just don't take ourselves very seriously, which is no. why, you know, I think people like us, but it can backfire at times. You're like, I just yeah. fell asleep. Nobody got hurt. What's the big deal? It's like yeah, an episode no, of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> the sound was putting me out. It was is her it fault. A, yeah. <laughs> What's a sound bath? Is it in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have no idea, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Why'd you bring me to this chair? Uh, yeah, but that was a funny experience, man. A sound bath. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And dude, I never get to relax like that. So I took full advantage. Just embarrassed her in front of like 30, 40 other people. It was bad. Yeah, just random LA people. No big deal. That we'll never see them again. But yeah. you know, they they went home to their spouse. Oh, this one guy he snored. My sound I can't bath. Believe it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they want a bath of snoring. <laughs> and what what town was it in? It was in like a snooty, ritzy town. Uh, where did where did OJ live when he was like in like Westwood, LA? Something Brentwood? like that. Hillwood, Brentwood. Brentwood. It was in Brentwood. Yeah, Brentwood is where UCLA is. Yeah, Brentwood's like she-she, pretty nice. Yeah, so it was all just Brentwood housewives, you Bruh, know, doing their like, sound bath. And, yeah, just ruined the whole thing. Uh, what do we got? This kid from uh, kid from Portland, Maine's up in here. <laughs> Hi, how you Typical doing? Typical yeah, it's, uh, it's me. You guys can just call this nap time. You don't have to give it a fancy name. We all know this is nap time. <laughs> right. This was nap time in school. Now you call it like a, a yeah. sound bath, and I want you to really Marketing, like the bro. frequency. Yeah, whatever. Get them dollar bills. Yeah. Well, we, we had gotten these passes from some event she went to. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. I mean, I'll probably fall asleep. Lo and behold. Hey, you, you, you set the expectations. <laughs> to be fair, you said, I will. Mm-hmm. If you put me in a relaxing place, I will fall asleep. Oh, yeah. I certainly did, man. But what can you do? That's legit. Um, It's nice here now. The weather's beautiful. Yeah. You're lucky, man. We've had tornado warnings. We've had flash floods. One of my pals, actually two people I know, their basements just got destroyed. So much water damage. Yeah, And luckily, I'm on the second floor, so I didn't have to worry about that. But... Yeah, we've had some brutal weather out here, man. I'm jealous. I hear it's gorgeous out in Portland. It's probably like, I don't know, 70s. It got up into the low 80s, and I was like, wow, this is the best place. We had all the doors and windows open, just letting the air flow through. Yeah. And um, so my dad has this cat, Harry. Harry the cat? Yeah, so it's it's Kate and Ryan's uh, old cat. He's not that old. He's like a dog. He just comes around, and if you meow at him, he'll, like, meow back. I'll be like, meow. I was like, meow. I'm like, what's up, Harry? <laughs> meow. <laughs> just what? comes over and hangs out. It's so weird. <laughs> He's not sketchy or anything. I mean, he, like, messes around, though. He'll, like, run away. I don't like cats. I'm pretty allergic, so I have to, like, keep my distance. But this yeah. cat's all right. He's, you know, he's like one of the guys. He just hangs out with my dad all the time and just yeah. wants attention. I'm like, dude, don't you have something to do? Like, go take a nap or, like, chase a bird. That's the life of a cat, dude. You ain't got to do nothing. Can you, like, being allergic to cats, can you build up, like, a tolerance for it? I'm sure you probably can. I'm sure I have because I haven't been, like, petting the cat, but I'm I'm doing a lot of vacuuming, too. I'm, like, trying to get all – it's the hair that sits around and, like, you know, this house. It's old house. There's a lot of dust. So just cleaning has been it. But I'm finally getting, like – I feel settled. It's been about 30 days, a little more than 30 days since I've been here. 
and um, just getting eBay rolling. We got this really cool. So if anybody does eBay, this cool scanner. It's the um, the Epson 680W, and it does double-sided scans. So you can slide in cards, and it'll do like 30 at a time. And so all your pictures are done in like a minute or two. Talk about a hack, right? Yeah. So then, of course, you need to do your listings. That takes a little manual, like typing and some work. But, you know, I'm not going to hold back the secrets. So eBay, that is your move. So I'm doing like, you know, 100 to 150 listings a day. Wow. That's it. Just got to make sales, bro. Just got to sit right here. My downstairs setup. And just blinders, no social media. Just list, type, list, type. I put movies on. I put a TV. I think from the picture I sent to you. I just pop in a DVD, something I've seen already, white noise, yep. just go to work. So that's my life. Yeah. Go to the gym, eBay, and now enjoy the nice weather. You brought up movies, and I, I, I often like to talk about movie sequels that are better than the original. How, yeah, but how many sequels are better than the original? I'm just going to name off a couple <laughs> few, and let's just see if you agree. Is that, is that fair? All right, let's do it. So the first one I'm going to toss out there is Back to the Future 2. I think in just every way, it gives you what the first film did, but it does it better than the first film. It gives you both. I would agree with that one. It gives you both, and it, yeah. and it draws from the first one. It's, it's, I mean, the Back to the Future movies, like Back to the Future is maybe like the most perfect film made. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, I would agree with that. Yep. The second one is Terminator 2. Again, I would agree with you. Very, very good. And I like because the Terminator is not the good guy. That. Yeah. Arnold totally Terminator. Yeah. Yep. It, and again, these, these could very well all be exceptions to the rule because typically this is not the case. I mean, you could do Aliens was better than Alien. Right. Um, you know, Caddyshack 2. Remember I was telling you I like started watching it and I'm like <laughs> Don't do this it. This is garbage. Like Chevy Chase is in there and then he's not in there and I'm thinking who are these actors that they got for this? This is bad. You know what I just watched the other night was Speed. Oh, I love that movie. Dude. And then I go there's a sequel? Oh, that's the one with the boat, right? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> now I gotta do, do it. it. Now I gotta do it. Another one could be like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Before that, you just got Vacation, then you got right. Euro Vacation. Christmas but, one see, will be watched mind, until the end of time. Oh, it's so good. But in my mind, that's like a series. They all get to individually be like their own movie. Okay. Even though it's within the same like world. No, that makes sense. So, what, like, so Christmas, yeah. I mean, dude, uh, Cousin Eddie. Just, I mean, that's his best role. He's in um, Vegas Vacation, which is like, I think, one of the newer ones. That's a good one, too. And yeah. I had the biggest crush on on the mom in, in yeah. the movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, Beverly something or other. She was in, what is she? F- she was, maybe that's what she's famous for. Yeah, Beverly something. And then she's in Entourage. She's, she's um, one of the Barbara Gold, Barbara Miller. Yeah. So she comes in with Ari to like own the comp a show you haven't seen yet. You gotta watch. It's yeah. so good. And so she's in there and I'm like, oh yeah, National Lampoons. Yeah. You know a skill so, that you and me are good at that doesn't really make us any money is recognizing <laughs> actors and like, oh, they were in this, they were in this, they were in this, they 
And people yeah. were like, that's great. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, why am I even saying this? Yeah. I just, this absolutely. is useless information that I somehow want to keep in my brain. You're like, hey, that's the girl that was in that one random episode of that show that never made it to season. You're just like, wait, Dude, what? I never saw that. I never saw the original thing you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but you know what is cool? We're getting a Griswold family reunion here in Denver. Wait, what? Yeah. So there's Fan Expo Denver, uh, and it's happening in June. And Is Chevy Chase going to be there? Yes. All right. Key. So Beverly won't be, and I was really surprised by that, but huh. they are going to have Ferrari girl, if you can recall her. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's always the greatest scene. He's like looking over <laughs> like, are you looking at me? Dude. Yep. Oh, so they're, they're doing a reunion. It's going to be like, you know, six, seven of the cast. You get to, you know, meet them and take pictures and do the whole autograph thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going. Of course I'm going. It's the Griswolds. I think the the coolest turn that, our lives, our lives have taken now and that are getting documented on the podcast is we're both getting deeper into collectibles and like fan fest autographs, that kind of thing. Once again, I'm thinking of it like, okay, if I go to this fan fest, can I get some autographs and some things I can sell? Can I buy some stuff cheap? Can I flea market? Whatever. And that's now how I'm looking at it. People are like, oh yeah, it'd be cool. I'm like, right. But I'm going to make some money on this. Yeah, and I, I'd rather have like have it signed to JR, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like personalized, so it's just for me. Okay. Glad you said that. I've seen so because I have a common name, Dave. I've gone to so many flea markets and seen two Dave so and so. And I'm like, maybe I should just buy that <laughs> and be like, look who I met. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you, uh, and we're going to get back to the films here because I got one more that I want right. to toss at you, but did I ever tell you how when I was working for the Q in Portland, Maine, Demi Lovato had sent in a bunch of signed stuff? Oh, sweet. I, you helped me get tickets to that show. It was good. I think so, Demi right? Lovato and uh, Joe Jonas? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great Dude, show. good memory. Great show. Yeah, and I remember my PD, his said... To Mike. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. Why doesn't mine say to JR? You know? Couldn't find out. Motherfucker wrote his own name on it. It just looked because they all came signed, but they weren't personalized. So I I took one out of his office and I I did whiteout over his name. And I just <laughs> I wrote to JR and then I kept it. <laughs> dude. Nice. Yeah. Oh man, so dude. My bro like, Yo, bro. Yeah. Oh, you got an autograph from Demi. Oh yeah, man, that's no so cool. Deal. Like, yeah, you know, it's just just one of the perks, you know, working in the biz. It's <laughs> just being in the biz, you know. <laughs> you just know, working the bike. Ah, the biz, the biz, the biz, the, the business. business. Anyhow, the last uh, uh what do you got? Series I wanted to bring up to you was you could also go the Toy Story route oh. because I think every movie is keeps, better than the one before it. Keeps getting better. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, I can't really argue with you other than the first one. Obviously, without the first one, you can't have the sequels. Right. So that's like back to our Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, whomever debate. Yeah. Yeah, without this guy, you can't have this. So I'll tell you, every one of those movies makes me cry. Yeah. I can't help it. You know it's coming. You're like, ah, oh, man, I'm attached to this character. 
Oh yeah. no, they're getting too many talking lines toward the end. That's uh, bad. Oh no, something's gonna happen. Just like I, I can't remember which specific one it was, but when Andy drops off all his toys to that little girl, oh, man, and it just from from the front gate <sighs> zooms all the way in, and it's Woody, and he just says, "So long, partner." Oh man. Devastated. Oh my God! Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! I'm gonna cry right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm just I'm glad I'm back in like a I have like like a little piece in my area now. Yeah, dude. What's going on behind you though? Where are we exactly? All right, we're downstairs, and the living room is just in front of me, and this is the back wall. Uh, back deck is out there, and just above me is the apartment. The creek. The creek, yeah. And I strategically moved here to be closer to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the right, the correct side of the house, and that's helping. So, this is, like, basically not lagging at all. What, you, no, this has been great, and I was going to say, I wanted to ask you this. Obviously, um, episode 17 has already come out. Obviously, this is the one after. Um but have you even gotten to open that one? Because I know the internet was so bad. Was the show even salvageable or do we not know yet? I haven't even opened it. But we had the same thought where we said, okay, if there's lags, can we just truncate it, at least for the audio version, to make it move along? Right. So I'm going to have to listen to it through because maybe it's maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely... Difficult to talk, but then you and I got in the routine of saying, like, all right, he's going to end soon. I can tell. Let me just wait and kind of agree and then just move on. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that's just like the guy. All right. That's right, Ted. That's right, We're yeah. down here outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the, you know, benefits, I suppose, of being, you know, best pals for 25 years. You can kind of, I was, like, looking at that conversation as almost like, double dutch when do i jump in and usually it was. it was right at the right you know yeah it really was you know and and i think the other thing that i like to bring to the table is that it's not that deep this is uh, like we and we have successfully recorded every week yeah even if we haven't been able to put it up and it's kind of been fun getting messages from the fans yeah. who are listening like they're listening up you know where's my podcast Dave, what the fuck, man? What's going I'm at work right now. I need this. It's like Beats of the Week. Dave, oh, Beats of the Week. People are asking. They are. Mm -hmm. They really and are. I love that. I'm like, nah, ask Dave. I don't know. When ask I say, him. Ask JR. That's a JR question. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely above my pay grade. It's amazing, dude. It's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, even some weeks, we've done even multiple episodes to try to get out ahead of it mm -hmm. you know there was there was bound to be a snag there was bound to be something that happened with with all the move you know the the big move and all the changes and the different internet and it can be real rough up there in portland but here we are man episode number 18 yep. and two more we get to do another q a man q a is the best and it also saves me from doing any mental prep at all i'm like <laughs> all right get some questions i can do that Yep, absolutely, man. It's just, you know, we're sitting here recording this as of Sunday night. I know it's, 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 uh, and one of the other challenges for us is you're now two hours ahead of me instead of just right. one or an hour behind me. Like, cause 
You've moved, you know. I keep moving. Re- I'm not, yeah. I can't stop, won't stop. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, you know, the Sunday scaries are a real thing because it's like Monday. All right. Back to life. Back, back to, to reality. reality. Yeah. But, you know, this, it kind of breaks that up for me. So I hope that this uh, this podcast can, you know, break it up for somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, while they're at work where it's like maybe they're like Wade and they're in the kitchen or maybe they're at the desk like Chris. He's always hitting us up. And because uh, I know when I listen to a show, it just like, I don't know, it breaks, it kind of breaks the mundaneness out of your day. Yeah, it, it takes it takes yeah. the monotony out of stuff. Like I had, yeah. uh, not a podcast, but I had the Red Sox game on my phone while I was building my new desk setup because I just, I didn't want the quiet and I wanted something yeah. familiar. And I'm sure now for the listeners, our voices are getting familiar and if you're still here, they're definitely not that annoying because you keep listening. Right. So, Come on, yeah, it's, it's, um, and I've actually been told even by fans of yours, uh, they said, wow, do you have a podcast? Cause you have a voice for podcasts. I was like, a voice for a podcast? Why, what? thank you. <laughs> I got a face for what? I'll tell you what, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next, uh, next week's episode is going to be audio only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, but look, I'll I'll tell you, man, it's been really good to sit down, catch up with you. I'm really enjoying doing this. And same, uh, dude, it's yeah. a ritual. I need. We all mm-hmm. need rituals, and you and I. This is our chance to catch up, and you, yeah. uh, everybody else, kind of gets to listen. We have a few, of course, we have other conversations, but this is our major catch up every week. Yeah, you know, I wish I had some like some really big story. Because I mm. love telling stories on the show. That's that's yeah. what we're known for. And I'll I'll tell you, one of the tough things about trying to play catch-up and recording multiple shows so close is there's less time yeah. in between for life to happen. I already told those for, stories. I can't tell yeah. them again. Yeah, you know, and yeah, but I'm sure, dude, it's, it's a wild world that I live in as well as you, so we always have cool stories yeah. and we'll always have things to talk about. But last anyhow, thing. dude... Yeah, go ahead. It's Mother's Day. Did you call your mom? Of course. Of course you did. How's Julie? She's doing good, man. She was a little bit annoyed. Uh, (laughs) Because she always is. I I hope not. I I like to think that I'm like, you know, a bright part of her day. (laughs) But I I call her and she's like, uh, I'm like, hey, happy Mother's Day. I love you. What do you got going on? You know, what are your plans? And she's like, oh, we're... I don't know. We're going to some cookout. I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, where? Like, you know, who's? She's like, well, your sister told them we're coming. She's still asleep, so I guess I'm going by myself. Dude, come on now. Uh, that sounds like a more often than not occurrence. No, that sounds like an all the time. Yeah, kind like of a typical par for the course. And was it last week I told you about mom embarrassing me I at think, school singing Uncle yes, Cracker? Yes. Because we knew Mother's Day was coming up. I yeah. meant to post that clip today, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I put a, the vertical stuff for 16 in the Dropbox. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so it, much. It's just yeah. the processing, dude. I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go do something for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drive to Boston, go go to the Sox game and yeah. come back. It's like 91%. <laughs> I know, game. Hey, it just finished. 
Yeah. No, it's all good, man. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I called my mom. Um, I just got her voicemail, so I left a voicemail. Ah, uh, she didn't call back? No, she's probably, my mom smokes weed, so she's probably having a great day sitting out in the sun. <laughs> just in your, the, your mom and my mom both. Yeah, Jeez. she's got a wood-fired hot tub. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these, but there's a stove attached to the hot tub. You have to feed it what? with firewood, and that's how you get hot water. And she's probably sitting out there and just smoking a J and having a great Mother's Day. So happy Mother's wow. Day, Mom. I know you'll call me tomorrow, and it's all good. That's so cool, man. It's, uh, yeah, you know, growing up with you, I I didn't know a lot about uh, a lot about your mom. I didn't ask questions. I didn't know if it was like a, a tough spot or if it was kind of like a once-in-a-while deal or what it was. So I don't, I don't really know a lot about it. Did you ever meet her? No. You know, I was thinking about this, and not a lot of my friends have. I think I've only introduced her to one girlfriend. Wow. Which one? To Oriana. Okay, yeah. So, like, I was like, all right, this is this is potential here. Everybody else, I'm like, no, we got to get way further down the road for you to yeah. meet her. Because she's different. She's great. She's kind. But she is out in left field, as far out right. in left field as you can get. Yeah. Dude. Speaking of introducing girls to your mom, is there any update on Dave's dating world? Like, what's going on here? Because you've been, you've been talking to, to us about it a little bit. Did I tell you about the the date I went on? I believe so. Yeah, last week. The bowling one. Yep. Okay. Um, few texts back and forth, but nothing really. And then, you know, a few matches, but I'm just doing picking so nothing really nothing popping right. man no updates from uh camp back to you because Jim. i remember the woman you went out with wasn't the one you necessarily wanted to exactly. it just kind of came to be right and then you you mentioned on um, you're just swiping right i'll put my hand up i've never been on a dating app ever in my life yeah what well, is this what is this like it's not fun bro it's not fun. <laughs> then why are you doing it? Well, it's like a necessary evil. I'm like, all right, well, uh, if there are people there. And go I to have... the library, Dave. Meet a woman at the library. Shh. <laughs> I'll probably just run into the ghost from Ghostbusters at a library. So, what kind of guys are you into? Shut up. <laughs> not people that do ASMR in the library. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Next time I'm if if I'm still single and I'm in Denver, I'll I'll walk you through it. You can swipe All for right. me, actually. You can take over my phone and be my advocate and be like, Dave, I got you. And you know we're going on the air to get you a date. Uh, that's brilliant, actually. That's what I need to do. Be like, my buddy's in town yep. for a few days. Who wants to date him? You can find him here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to open up the show with like a round of applause. Welcome back to Data Dave. He's a great guy. He's 37, going on, actually 36, going on 37. Are you the goddess? Yeah. He's really into this, 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 and that, and uh, uh, it'd be the best, dude. Call us right now. Why should you date Dave? What a great bit. Hey, that could be a good video, actually. Maybe I'll just stay single until we do that, just so we can do that. Yeah. Imagine if I actually found the one doing that. That would be the craziest story ever. Yeah. Date Dave in Denver. Triple brought D's? to you, yeah. Brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> dude. I thought about that the other day. 
Did about, you? about uh, who was that? Becca. Rebecca. Who, how she was saying, hey, do you want some doonits? And I was like, every time I think of donuts, I can't I think of that. And I'm like, why Wait, is that you so call funny? Doonits? 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 Doing it? Doing it well. Oh, gosh. Uh, easy, LL. Easy, All right, we're easy. getting off the rails here. Yeah, I know. Dude, well, it's late, so we're just getting real silly. But I'm loopy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for Dave, my name is JR. Thank you so much for listening to Hang Up With Homie. We'll catch you next week, and don't be afraid to get in your questions, uh, your audio questions yes. for episode 20's Q&A early, right? Get Earlier the early. better so I can get them all prepped. And uh, don't forget to check out the Lewis Capaldi interview. That's still ah, crushing it for us. Video. Super, super fun chat. And uh, we'll catch you next week. I won't forget it this time, Chris. Remember, it's cool to be you. Peace. <laughs>